0: Good morning. Great to see you. Normally not this casual, right? And um, I don't know, I'm not getting paid by the N2 to advertise also. Um, I don't know. I I guess I realize why that gray shirt uh, is in the back of my closet. Because, I don't know, first service, I was excited about my sermon, packed house. I sweated right through that thing. And I'm pretty sure that you would not want to watch me speaking while there's like, you know, sweat. So um, I just decided to throw a t-shirt on. I think you appreciate that. I hope you appreciate that. But uh, great to see you today. Um, <clears throat> hope that you're having a, a great, uh, great weekend. Um, just want to mention something before I jump in here. Uh, Today's Veterans Day in our country, right? As a country, we stop and just say thank you to those who served our country for our freedom. Are you a vet? If you're a vet, would you stand up this morning? Look at that. Thank you so much. Uh, My grandpa served in World War II, and um, I carry that with me. It's kind of a part of who I see my family as. It's something I'm very proud of and very humbled by. And so thank you so much this morning for your service and what that means for us. What that means for us right here, right now. Worshiping freely, coming freely. And it doesn't happen without your sacrifice. So, so thank you. We're looking at a series called uh, Be Lifted High, thinking about the art of worship. Now, when we say worship, often we think of what we just did. We came into a specific place and a specific time and did a specific thing. We sang um, worship songs, so to speak. But the scriptures understand worship as a far bigger thing. In fact, it understands our worship is a way of life. Worship is a way of life. Everything we do is an expression of worship to God not just in these moments on this first day of the week as you start your week and coming to his house, but as you leave this place, as today you interact with your family, tomorrow as you interact at work, the things you do, the life you live, the way that you serve, and the way that you give into your, into, uh, into your life is an expression of worship. Worship is a way of life. But what we're looking at specifically um, this month is a part of worship. It's this part of worship that is called praise, praise. The scriptures, you can't open the Bible without being uh, familiar with this word very quickly. Praise, 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 praise. Old Testament, New Testament. What is this? What, what What do I need to know about praise? And I would simply say this, that praise is the part of worship that energizes us for the lifestyle of worship. Praise is a part of the whole ball of wax that is worship, but it's not worship totally. Worship is a way of life. Praise is a part of that worship that we do. Praise is that esteeming or giving value to something. And that's why the scriptures call us to be people that are full of praise, that are praiseful people. And that's why as you read through any book, uh, it seems like through the scriptures, praise the Lord. Give praises to the Lord. Praise his name. You, you, you're familiar with this, right? And so it's, it's God's way of helping us to understand that a part of how we live out a lifestyle of worship is to adopt into our life a lifestyle of praise, a habit of praise, Um, to be participants in praising the Lord. And the Psalms, the songbook of the Scriptures, the praise book of the Scriptures, so to speak, give us a unique perspective into what praise looks like. Because when they write the word praise, praise the Lord, in Psalm 10, and then they write the word praise the Lord in Psalm 23, it might look to us like it's the same word praise, but really it is a different word that has been used, and it's for a reason. It's to help us understand what praise looks like. This activity of praising the Lord. It, to me, it's like, you know, when you look at a diamond, you, the diamond has different shapes and sides to it, right? And you get a different perspective when you look at a diamond um, and you kind of, you understand what that diamond is all about by looking at its different sides, So too is this idea of praise in the Psalms. This is what praise looks like. This is how it acts. This is what he means when he calls us to praise the Lord. Last week we saw that the heart of praise is this reverence, this adoration of God. Um, But this week I want to look at a, a different word that's used in the psalms 111 times i believe this first word is used in the Psalms, so it's used quite a bit and it's this word that if you read this psalm may the peoples praise you god may all the peoples praise you like oh yeah got it makes sense good job um what is he saying there's something behind that word it's it's psalm 145:10. all your works praise you your faithful people extol you what is that word? That word is yada. Yada. And instead of barak like last week or zamar like next week or the different words, there's something that's being said to us in these words. They're called the seven words of praise from the Psalms. And this word has the idea of to revere or worship with extended hands. with extended hands yudah the lord praise the lord or extend your hand toward the lord that's what's said over a hundred times in scripture what does praise look like what's involved with it well one of the things that's involved with it is a bodily response in praise it's an extending of the hands um I would say this way Is there any more natural expression of excitement, wonder, or awe than raising your hands? Think about it. Um, I I go to this conference every year this week, this last week, um, in Texas. So I was gone for three days. Um, Powerful conference, church conference, obviously. And I'm coming home on Friday night late. I walk in the door. I haven't seen the kids for three days. What was the natural expression of my kids? Excitement. And how did what look, what did that excitement look like? They ran toward me, and guess what happened? They extended their hands for an embrace a hug right yeah would it not have been weird if i walked in like hey guys and say was like hey dad and we just kind of stood there with our hands in our pockets i missed you i missed you too did you have fun yeah what'd you do while i was gone we just kind of okay if you're looking on, would you think, that's a little weird? Probably. Because the natural expression of excitement, or wonder, and awe is, hey! I mean, think about it. I, I, my brother and I get together every year, and we drive to Iowa City and go to a, a Hawkeye football game, right? Um, it's just kind of a practice we do. We don't get to see each other much. We have that common interest And so we make it happen. We drive back late Saturday night from Iowa City to get back home for Sunday. But um, it's something we do every year. And this year is no different. Sitting in the stands. Iowa's playing Iowa State. Iowa scores a touchdown. Did the PA announcer go, okay, now everybody, let's raise our hands in celebration of Iowa's touchdown. They have to say a word. They don't ever say that. What happens? You watch football, right? You go to football games, basketball games. What naturally happens when that guy crossed the goal lane? 70,000 people's hands went like this. You could see it all over the stadium. Nobody told them to do something. It just happened. Well, there was maybe a couple thousand Iowa State fans. They weren't raising their hands. Right? a natural expression you see we are people who are body mind spirit they work in harmony with one another it's unnatural for our bodies to not respond to what excites us i realize that there's some of us that are more excitable than others right amen you know who you are some of you even have cowbells, right? <laughs> Cinda. <laughs> you can take a cowbell to the, to the football game. You know, just more expressive. We're different, but yet it's unnatural for us not to have some kind of response. And that is what the psalmist is saying here. That a part of praise is an extending of our hands toward God because it's just the natural expression of what we sense and know in our heart about the goodness and the greatness of God. You see, Yada is an active posture of praise expressed by those who adore God. Now any of you familiar with Tim Hawkins? Christian comedian, oh this will be good. Some of you don't know who he is. You'll enjoy this guy, all right. A lot of fun. What he does, great. Like John Christ. everybody knows John Chris now. He uh, it's kind of satire. He helps the church laugh at themselves, all right. That's an important thing to do. Can you laugh at yourself? You should be able to. That's a high that's a high level of emotional intelligence if you can do that. If you can laugh at yourself. So he does that. He's a Christian comedian, and um, some of you've probably seen this bit. Just two minutes and something. This is hilarious about this very, very subject. You ready to roll?
1: And I know that each church has its own worship style, you know, which is cool. Some people are more expressive in worship, some people more subtle, and it's all good. Um, I go to a church that's pretty expressive in worship. It's, um, it's a hand raising church. That's what it is, right? That's what, you know, anybody here go to a hand raising church? Right here? Sweet. Who here does not go to a hand raising church? Some of you are trying, you're like, I can't. <laughs> I want to, I need to get some momentum. <laughs> totally cool. But hey, if you're not used to going to a hand raising church, you want to go and join us, feel free to join us, but don't feel like you got to join right in, okay? Start slow. We got a lot of different hand raises that we use. We actually have names for our hand raises. So I'm gonna walk you through real quick, okay, what they are, just to let you know. Say you're at my church, music is rocking. Start slow, hands in the pockets, little elbow flap, you're fine. Very subtle, get warmed up, get your heart rate up. When you're warmed up, start with the first one, ready? Carry the TV, carry the TV, that's our first one. Very subtle. Go to big screen, big screen, a little wider. Next one's my fish was this big, my fish was this big. If you're a liar, you go out there, that's fine, don't worry about it. Jesus Loves You, Grace. Next one's Hold My Baby, Hold My Baby. Got Dueling Light Bulbs, that's our next one, Dueling Light Bulbs. Got Goal Post, everybody knows Goal Post. Throw a Heartburn, a lot of people like to do Heartburn. Double Heartburn, right back to Goal Post. What's my favorite? Mufasa, Mufasa, that's my favorite. The circle of life Tim, can you go higher? Yes, you can. You can take one hand, go a bunch of different stuff. Pointer, hatchet, schoolroom. Release the doves, give the Lord a high five. Press it out. A lot of women like to wash the window. Wash the window. And when you're comfortable there, go for the big three. Village people, Rocky, touchdown. There you go, there's your big three.
0: Right? we jest. we laugh at ourselves we should we should be able to you know why we can do that is because God's people have realized over the years from the Old Testament into the new that in a natural expression of praise involves our bodies and so we can laugh at ourselves because people praise differently but guess what it's as natural as anything supposed to be I was thinking about this I even I was laughing at myself because I put a sticky note on my iPad you can tell where I'm from now. I'm like in that middle between the millennials and um, I want the technology and all that, but yet, hey, I forgot something. Let's just put a sticky note on my iPad. That is so weird, right? But that's kind of my life. That's where I'm at in this whole spectrum of, of generations. But the one thing I wanted to remember is, can you imagine in my relationship with Nicole if, if you were to observe our week? And it went like this, where I would come down to the kitchen and, and would, you know, just say things to her like, I love you, you know, you're beautiful. I would say words, but I never, I never touched her. I never moved toward her, right? In an expression of affection, it got real quiet in first service. I'm like, maybe we need to talk about marriage here. Just stop and talk about the fact that, yes, like if you looked at our week and we never had a physical body response to one another, you would walk away and say, that was pretty weird. Something's unnatural going on there, right? This is the way it happens. When we're dating, you know, we, we start by talking, noticing, right? Then talking And the natural progression of our our married relationships, our relationships, are what begins to happen. Because of the love and the affection we begin to feel inside, it manifests itself in our bodies, through our bodies. And we begin to hold hands. And we begin to hug. And then we kiss. And then on and on, right? That is the natural. You see, we are not disconnected. We are body, mind, mind spirit and our bodies in worship I've seen so many people I think that really if you looked at the relationship with the Lord it was just more like I love you I think you're great thank you it's like, an, it's like a relationship with a, a spouse without any physical our bodies respond naturally and it's expression and extension of the hand in praise we complete our whole person, who we are, by allowing our bodies to enter into worship. And that is what he says over a hundred times in the Psalms. I da you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. I yada you. I am, li- my, I, my hands are lifted toward you. My body is involved in this praise that I'm giving toward you. But you know, as I was thinking through these seven words, there's another word that's closely linked to this, is one of the other words. Um, In Psalm 56, in God I trust and and am not afraid. What can man do do to me? I am under vows to you, my God. I will present my thank offerings to you. That word, thank offerings. Uh, Psalm 50, this is David. He's been captured by the Philistines. Philistines, Philistines, Philistines. And he is in a bad place, right? He is not in a good place. And he says this Consider this, you who forget God or tear you to pieces with no one to rescue you. Those who sacrifice thank offerings honor me. And to the blameless I will show my salvation. And in the midst of this being captured, he uses this word. Toda, Toda, which is I know and I am going to believe that in the middle of my predicament that God is going to rescue me. And the word that he used there and how David expressed himself in that way was the word Toda, Yada and Todah. And it too carries with it a bodily physical response. What David was doing in that prison, it being captured, being bound by the Philistines, is in the middle of that moment, he lifts his hands up to God in praise and says, God, I know that you are going to take care of me, that you are going to rescue me. And you see, through the Psalms, not only is there yada, I praise the Lord as an expression of excitement, wonder, and awe. It's just a natural outflow of what happens when I get excited. My body Comes along, right? Wow, I'm excited. Can you tell, like, if you cut my arms off, we'd be in trouble, right? I'm excited about this, and it comes out. There's also this word todah that carries with it in my stress, in my anxieties, in my predicaments, For him, it's being captive. For us, it's anxiety, worry, tough places, tough circumstances. This word is continually used, todah, to help us to understand that part of praising God is in the midst of that, I will praise him with raised hands as a confession of faith. I believe, God, that you're gonna take care of me. My hands raised toward him. And say, God, I don't know how, but I know you have this. I'm going to trust you in the middle of this. These are these two words, and they carry with it a bodily, physical response. Part of praise is our bodies get involved. Toda is an extension of the hand in thanksgiving for what God has done and for what he is going to do it's praising god expectantly with expectation praise me praise the lord sometimes i praise the lord when the circumstances around me are severe are not good do not look like God is around, I choose to praise him in that moment, and a part of that is I tell my body, get your hands up, lifted toward God, extend them out as a confession of what is going on in my heart, saying, I believe God regardless or in spite of. Right? There's a body response in praise. Here's the question to us today. Are you free? it keeps doing this to me. Are you free to take an active posture in worship? So I've been thinking about this a lot this week. I knew I was going to talk about this. To me, this is pretty awkward to talk about. I thought about my own life. And I remembered. It's been so far, so long ago. Some of you laugh at that, but, you know, it's been a little over 20 years since Chip was headed down this road in his life, doing his own thing, making his own plans. Without the Lord wanting to do my own thing, I realized the folly of that, the foolishness of that, what that was going to mean for my life. And it was going to mean a lot of heartache, a lot of brokenness. I realized, you know you know what it is to just realize how empty your life is without the Lord. And I turned, God saved me, new life. And I would go into a worship setting where people were singing praises. And my heart was changed now. Like I was walking with the Lord. I was experiencing his fullness, his goodness. And I remember being in those settings when we'd start to sing something. And I'd get excited because I realized, oh, this is me now. This is me now. I know. And I would get so excited that I wanted to do something. I wanted to go, yes! And I wouldn't. I wouldn't because two reasons I had never acted like that before I was uncomfortable I'm just like all of you like doing a new thing is difficult correct hard to change and two I'm not used to this and those people are going to look at me like I'm weird they're going to have a different opinion of me Maybe they're going to think I'm a fanatic, or I'm not dignified, or I'm not a cool guy. And so for a little while, I was bound. I'd go in, my heart would be full, and I didn't express myself. My body didn't keep up with my spirit, and I would leave, and I knew something was unnatural. Something wasn't right i finally just decided you know what i know i need to respond i responded to god i was reading or i was listening to it's amazing i've been thinking about this and i'm like am i the only person like this like is this just me so i start listening to guys like well-known preachers and speakers you would recognize their names i was amazed when they would talk about this specific thing, you can find where they would preach about it, talk about it. They had the same thing. Like, there was a moment where they just like, one of them, I was just like, man, that's me. He said, I don't know. I was in, a, I was in a praise and worship, and I just started lifting my hands. I had never done that before. I came from a very traditional background. We didn't do that. He said, I just all of a sudden found my hands in the air. And he said, when I found my hands in the air, he said it was like bondage just lifted off of me. And I was free. I was like, that's me? Did you know now when I come into worship, I don't even, I just worship. I probably, maybe there is a cap. (laughs) I haven't taken off running yet. Like I haven't danced yet. You remember that Easter a couple years ago, the guy danced right next to me? I don't know if you guys maybe didn't see it, but an Easter service guy showed up and just started dancing during the music. I thought it was the coolest thing. He danced before the Lord, and it was, he was free, and it was beautiful, and it wasn't inappropriate. But you know what? I have found freedom in this whole area where it's not uncomfortable, and I don't give a rip about what Kathy thinks of me. I'm just free. And we sing that song, uh, uh, that new song today, guys. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. You know what? It doesn't matter if I'm here or I am in the car or in my office. That song comes on. I'm just like moved. It comes out of me. I start crying. Maybe I'll start, yeah, in my office. I'll just go like this. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> no one's around. The Lord is. That's what the psalmist is trying to say. Our bodies move and flow with the spirit of what God is doing in our heart. And what happens so often to us is we struggle to find that freedom because of any number of reasons. Maybe it's our position in the community. I'm not gonna raise my hands. They're gonna think I'm undignified. Maybe it's because You're standing next to someone who's known your past, who's seen your past life. And the minute you raise your hand, you have these thoughts like, yeah, they know who I used to be. How can they raise their hand in church? You're forgiven. You know, what a statement of what God does. Forget my past, who I have been. I'm God's child now. You know, what's interesting about this is we come from different backgrounds, right? Right? I know I'm talking to former Lutherans right yeah some of you are shaking your head and I'm pretty sure I've never been a Lutheran but I know what you guys all tell me that expression in worship is not something that happens correct no some of you are Pentecostals or have a Pentecostal background not expressing yourself in worship is, doesn't happen, right? You walk into a Lutheran church, you raise your hand, everybody's looking at what's wrong with that guy? Go into a Pentecostal church, stand with your hands in your pockets, what's wrong with that guy? We come from different backgrounds, right? And that informs the way we think about worship. And I would tell you that somewhere in the middle is probably where reality is, where truth is, what God wants. I'm not trying to cast off on different different um, backgrounds, okay? The Nazarene church has its own things that people are like, I don't know why they do that, right? I will say, forget your backgrounds. We want to be a church that's not in a box. We don't want to be in a box. We want to respond to the word of God. That's it. That's what a biblical church is. And if the psalmist is telling us a part of worship is your body's follow suit there's some kind of physical reaction to truth then we just want to have an environment and a culture where you're free to do that I remember growing up I grew up in a in a semi Pentecostal background I guess you could call that it wasn't Pentecostal but it kind of acted like it sometimes and I remember as a preteen a teenager Watching in services. At that age, man, the kids are observant, man. They're watching. You don't think they are. You think they're thinking about something else. They're paying attention. And I remember walk looking around and the saints of God would start singing the praise of God and all of a sudden someone would just it would touch their heart and they'd get their hands in the air. Some old lady had a hanky in her thing and she'd start doing this while she was singing. I'm sure it looked weird. You know what would happen inevitably as God's people began to praise him? God's spirit was just so much more full and manifest in that place because God is enthroned on the praises of his people. Amen? Paul and Silas sat in stocks in a jail and did nothing but sing the praises of God and busted everything loose. Over and over, the scriptures tell us that praising him is a powerful powerful thing and i would sit back there and think at this point in my life i don't really want to be a christian but i'll tell you what that is real there's something to that and the praise of god's people would convict my heart in that moment like i know that's true might not be what i want to do right now but that's true there's something to us having freedom. That's what the scriptures say here. That where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so this is, this is kind of an awkward thing to talk about, right? Because we're here. And what I would say is, our hope, our intent is to be scriptural, Biblical to always create an environment where when you praise God, you're able to express yourself as he would have you, or as you are, your different personalities. I remember I used to watch a lady who didn't really, she might have raised her hand just like this. She just bawled, wept. That's how God touched her heart. But she didn't hold her tears back. She didn't think, well, I can't do that in here. No, she just expressed herself freely to God. We are people who in everything else in our lives our bodies respond to what's going on in our heart. Why in the world would it stop when we walk through these doors? And whatever background you're from, I'm just inviting you to be a part and ask the Lord to open your heart to just be a part of what's going on here as a people who have freedom, freedom to worship the Lord however you express that that is a part of what praise is now we're going to sing a couple songs i know this is always super awkward like now we're going to sing about what we talked about and you're going to be thinking if i raise my hand everybody thinks i'm just doing what he said It's just really super awkward i think that's pretty awkward i agree if i was sitting where you were i'd be like uh But you know what I'm hoping that this sermon does? It just reminds us that this is a part of praising God. It's is natural. Why don't you do this in the car? Why don't you do this at home? Wherever, you should always feel freedom to express your body as as God is filling your heart with his praise. And especially in this place, the place where we gather together. In the Old Testament temple, you would have seen God's people with hands raised everywhere, everywhere. In the New Testament church, you would have seen God's people's hand raised everywhere. People doing whatever, right? Crying, or just like, you know, Tim Hawkins talks about the different things people do. I don't know. I guess I'm a touchdown, Jesus, whatever. It's just, what, just my natural whatever. But there's freedom in that. And what that freedom does is it energizes us. When our bodies follow our spirit, there's something about that that's complete. And we leave full of faith and hope. Or maybe, maybe it's in a few months you're gonna come in and you're gonna be sitting somewhere in this service. And your life is a little bit sideways. And things are kind of desperate. And you're not sure What's going to happen with that situation or that scenario? And you don't have an answer, and you're sitting here, and you're wondering, and you're feeling, you know what the Scriptures tell us for you to do? Turn to the Lord, trust Him. Confess your trust in Him. I've experienced this in my own life, and desperate times are difficult times for me when faith took hold and I knew I could trust God was gonna make a way and I was gonna be okay was oftentimes when I got, I believe you, God. I trust you, Lord. So we're gonna sing together just as a way to leave and think about what God, has talked, what God is talking about through his word. I don't want you to feel awkward today, but I also want you to have freedom. Okay? I invite you to stand this morning. I'm gonna ask you to do just one thing real fast before we, before we start singing. Everybody in the place, would you raise both of your hands? You can do it. It's not that hard, right? And yes, worship comes from the heart and we're not into manufacturing things, okay? That would not be the environment we wanna have. But in worship, please have the freedom to praise Yadah God, Yadah Him freely as He works in your heart and life. May this be the kind of culture we have here. Father, as we go, as we sing your praise, we go from this place, help us to be reminded that we are body, mind, and spirit. Our bodies respond. We do this in every area of our life. And Lord, there is something so complete, something so fulfilling, when we just allow ourselves to respond to you as we sing your truth. There's something freeing, it's something empowering, Lord, and it takes us out of this place full of faith and hope. And Lord, through our week, may we be expressive people, because you sit on the praises of your people you instill hope into our lives as we praise you you give us strength in those moments of weariness as we just praise you and we give ourselves completely body mind and spirit to you lord you lift us up and give us strength for the day lord make us a praiseful people and whatever would stop us from being free worship you, Lord. We resist it today, we pray against it, and we ask for the courage to not ever be bound to it. So, Lord, we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Sing praises to your name. as we sing we join with the saints and the elders around the throne singing holy is the lord lifting up his goodness
0: give us freedom and lord help us to understand that we are body mind and spirit and lord that you've given us this ability through our bodies to express our praise to you and it's complete it fulfills us it gives us momentum and energy and just like we express ourselves in all our other relationships with our bodies lord we praise you also free before you David danced before the Lord. Others have done other things. Lord, whatever it is, however we're wired, we just want to be free before you to praise you always. May this be the part of our week that is constant, Lord. Praise toward God. Go with us from this place in Jesus' name. Amen.